Hello and welcome to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Lauren Cholantani, women's holistic health coach and fellow recovering perfectionist. This podcast was created to show you that your body is not in the way, it is actually leading your way. Hello, hello, welcome back to Witchy Wellness. You are listening to episode 182, Abundance Mindset with Isabel Morales. I am very particular about the type of CBD and hemp products that I use. There's so much hype and lack of testing and quality in the industry. So the company that I love and use is Evo Hemp. Not only do they have a beautiful product like hemp seeds, CBD oil, gummies, even hemp chocolate, protein bars, protein powder. They also support a 40-acre co-op farm in Minnesota, which is farmer-owned, focusing on bringing quality and innovation back to Black, Indigenous, and other socially disadvantaged farmers. So if you are looking into trying any type of CBD or hemp products, head over to evohemp.com. The link is in the show notes and make sure you use code witchy, W-I-C-T-H-Y for 20% off of your purchase. And without further ado, please enjoy episode 182, Abundance Mindset with Isabel Morales. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Witchy Wellness Radio again. I am your host, Lauren, and this is a show you learn how your body and emotions are not in the way. They are actually leading the way. And today we are in for a huge treat. My dear friend, Isabel Morales is here and we're talking all things abundance and mindset, the foundation of all and any manifestation work. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Welcome, Isabel. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here. Well, it's my honor too. I love having people I know on here, especially my like close friends, because it just feels like I have my tea, I have peppermint tea next to me, but it just feels like catching up. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You know, with a friend over, over some tea over zoom. Cause that's how, you know, it is these days. But I mean, I know parts of your story, but I honestly don't know all of it. Um, could you enlighten us like your own heroine's journey, how you got to helping other people with abundance and their own mindset for manifesting abundance in their own lives? Well, how much time do you have? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> the cliff note version. Write, uh, we could write a couple books just by talking here, but I think that if I wanna, if I wanna condense the story and tell you from the beginning, I I actually got immersed in the world of spirituality and manifestation, manifestation early on by my dad because he was. Um, I, I don't want to say a connoisseur because he, he wasn't. He was just very interested in the world of spirituality and uh, the, the mind-body connection. So when I was 13 or 15, I can't remember, I was the only child amongst a room of grown adults <clears throat> talking about um, meditation and going deep into uh, spiritual awareness and manifesting, and manifesting. And I started in the um, Silva Mind Control uh, course, which I think is now called Ultra Mind and taken by um, by some different organizations than Jose Silva's. But that's where I started. And um, there was a point where I wanted to forget about all of that because I felt that 
I didn't belong. I mean, I was an older teenager, then transitioning to young adult and, and back in the days, and I don't want to age myself, but that, that wasn't the thing. That wasn't a topic that people were talking about. And that was uncool and weird to be talking about, you know, meditation. I mean, we talked about meditation back then and people are thinking about, you know, why wrote Jesus wearing sandals and just like meditating for hours. And that was not cool. So that was not the world that I wanted to belong in. So I kind of like showed all that in the back of my head and I forgot about it for years until I think I was probably... 26 so just a few years after that 26 and I kind of like rekindled my love for it um my husband and I had just moved to a to a new city we've we've moved around quite a bit and this was I think this was the first time that we moved together like we left our jobs we left our city and we moved somewhere else and I was browsing at the at the library for a new book for me to read because I I had quit my job just to follow him and I was in the process of finding what I was going to do with my life and I found a book that completely reignited my love with uh, everything that I knew was part of my world but I was denying up to then and um that was just like the start of something that became bigger and bigger and bigger. And from the beginning, by getting more immersed in my own knowledge, getting more immersed in some other people's wisdom by reading books and watching more videos and learning, I realized that this was a very, very deep passion that I've always had. So I didn't actually develop it into something that um, I could create money with, but I started to get myself more into forums and like, I, you remember the forums before Facebook? You're probably too young for that. Oh, one, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so all the forums are, you know, people start talking about mechanics and, you know, biology or whatever. And I got into a lot of forums that were talking about spirituality and things like that. Um, and that was kind of like my first taste that knowing that um, there is a tremendous thirst for people to learn more about their particular their particular personal power, um, finding what their gifts and their talents are and how can they put those to use to create a magnificent life. So going through that journey and going in that journey, on that journey on my own, I've made it my utmost passion to help people find their way into their own power. And that's what I love doing. And if I, if I fast forward a little bit uh, uh, farther into my journey, 2018 was a very, very uh, deeply hurtful year for me. It's one of those years that you think like, really? Like, are you are you kidding me? Is this really happening to me? It was deep and and uh, and it kind of brought me to my knees to the point that I thought there's no point in being on this planet. There's no point on being on Earth. But as most stories go, when you fall deep into the darkness of your own human emotions, your greatest gifts come from there. So when I was able to overcome, and I, I say that as an overstatement because it, it took a lot of personal power and a lot of determination and a lot of tears and a lot of pain to go through that. The ones I was able to overcome some of that in some way, I decided I got to do to do something else with this because I knew that if I was going through something like that, I wasn't the only one and I wasn't the only one who could get out of it as I did. So I love I love teaching people who feel that there's got to be something more. There's got to be an easier way. There's got to be a way that we can all flourish and have a magnificent. I can't speak a magnificent, extraordinary life. And that's what I love doing. I love talking to people through that journey of 
finding what it is that they can tweak inside of themselves so they can realize more of their power by uncovering more of their gifts and talents. Oh, that is so beautiful. And like knowing you personally and having conversations with you, what I love about you is how curious you are, whether it's talking with somebody else, like a friend or a coaching situation, or even when you are the student and you being coached, like we've Mm -hmm. taken programs together, the power of approaching life and growth with curiosity. I mean, to me, that's one of the core tenets of abundance work of manifestation work. Like what are your thoughts and just like curiosity and being that, that, that student and not, not from a place of like judgment. Yeah, I think that it's 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 one of the best ways to approach anything that you're doing when it comes to personal development. But I also feel that it's a challenging point because it is amazing to approach um, manifestation and uh, uh, a greater sense of uh, um, wealth in, in your life with curiosity, because that's a fun trip, right? I mean, you're creating wealth, you're creating more freedom, you're creating emotional freedom, you're creating whatever the hell you want. But that curiosity might dim when you're going through hell, right? When you, you you get into the lower emotions of like frustration, stress, apathy, boredom, and all of those that like, really, do I want to get curious about it? No, I want the hell out. Like, I don't want to deal with that. However, those are the moments that are teaching you the most because usually when you start to feel those lower emotions, that's the emotion saying, I need attention from you. I'm ready to be processed. I'm ready to be integrated and I'm ready to get out of here. So those are the moments that we have to get back into ourselves and remember, okay, if I am the creator, if I am who's creating all this mess, if I am the one who can get me out of this mess, how would I approach this? How would I look at this? And that's when sometimes you have some aha moments that go, oh my God. How am I get how am I gonna get out of this one? And I found myself so many times in that. And it's a good reminder for me that I am my best science experiment. So many occasions I've been going through like the darkness and I see my mind wrapped into the thoughts, right? Because of course, when you're going through something that is heavily emotional, your mind gives meaning to it. Your mind thinks, this is horrible. This is hell. I don't want to be here. Why is this happening to me? Everyone's got it figured out except for me. I hate this. I want out, and all those things. But the moment that you're able to interrupt that pattern and go, oh, I'm giving into the emotions. If I were not giving into those emotions without denying them and still feeling them, but if I were not giving into the power of those emotions, what would I be thinking? How would I approach this? And many times when I find myself in that situation, there's that childlike energy that comes through that goes, oh my God, oh my God, how am I going to get out of this one? Show me. And clearly the emotions don't dissipate right away. But when you look at it from that point of view, something switches inside of you that goes, wait, I am not the victim. I am the creator. And if I am creating with my words, with my thoughts, with my behaviors and my actions, then how should I reverse these? How should I approach it? And I love that. And that's, that's, that's the sense of curiosity that, curiosity that we should all bring to scenarios like these. But it's challenging where you're going through it. It takes a very acute level of awareness to be able to snap out of it and go, ah, ah, there we go, there we go. How am I going to change this 
and create the momentum in the right direction that I want to create. Yeah, it's easier said than done. But if you're listening to Witchy Wellness Radio, but <laughs> I bet you're well on your way of becoming aware of those default emotions or those triggers or those beliefs that you might've had for multiple lifetimes or since a little kid this lifetime, it honestly doesn't matter where it comes from. It's building that awareness, just like Isabel beautifully said, of creating a little bit of separation from it. Like you are not your emotions. And for me, that's powerful. These are the end to end. Sometimes you catch it sooner. Sometimes you don't. And that's okay. And that's completely okay. I want to bring this back because it ties all together to like manifestation work and abundance and why it is so freaking important. You and I both know this because we're, we both go through it all the time. It's not, you know, we're not some enlightened being, you know, I feel like people think with self-help or spirituality, oh, I'm just going to get to this Jesus state or Buddhist state and everything is just going to, I'm going to glide on rainbows and unicorns are going to follow me. And no, I mean, life is beautiful and like, wouldn't that be nice? It wouldn't be nice. I mean, <laughs> yes. And my, yeah. maybe in my, my mind, uh, <laughs> but like we still, we still have to deal with shit. Things will still come up. These default emotions or beliefs that you thought you've healed might resurface in a little or a big way. Um, getting a little tangential on this, but Isabel, could you talk to us about why it's so important to dive deep into the, you know, the dark night of the soul, but these, the shadow work in abundance and manifestation work? Well, it's all, it's all very tightly related, right? Because I mean, it, when, when manifestation is just one aspect of life. And I think that a lot of conscious creators and spiritual people get hung up on that concept that is like manifest, manifest, manifest. I need to get to the next level, manifest, manifest, manifest. But when you're not dealing with the emotions that are coming up, you're leaving tremendous insight on the table, right? Because you're, so let's talk about the creative process for a little bit. So let's just tie, tie it all into manifestation. The creative process works something like, I have this new project. I'm creating a new business. I'm running a marathon. I'm having, I don't know, this incredible idea that I want to bring to fruition. That's, that's, the, that's the creative part of it, right? So it's something new. It's something different. It's something exciting that you've never done before. Or if you've done it before, you're perfecting it now. So that's your creative project for the moment. And once you start working towards it and working in the direction of, I'm going to bring it to life. I'm going to make something beautiful. Um, you realize that you have to become somebody else so that you can get that project into fruition, right? So it's not that you have to change your entire life, but you're doing something that you've never done before. So you cannot approach it from the level of the personality or the identity that you are right now. So that implies I have to get out of my comfort zone. And getting out of the comfort zone is where the growth happens. And it's the part that hurts the most because when you are approaching that um, discomfort part of the journey, that's your body saying, oh, 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 we've never been here before. We got to get back to safety. This is unsafe. This is risky. This is painful. I'm afraid. I don't know how to deal with that. That's just your body saying, I am going into uncharted territory. I've never been here. And that's where a lot of people get back to their, I call it the shell or the comfort zone and be like, ah, this feels so much better. I don't have to make an extra effort. I don't have to do anything different. I'm back into safety right? 
But when, once you start experiencing those emotions of whatever they are, fear, doubt, insecurity, jealousy, frustration, whatever those are, there's that level of insight that they're bringing to you. This is like the beautiful, beautiful, magical universe saying, oh, Lauren, you want to get to this level. You want to create this new thing. You want to create this business. Let me show you all this shit that's standing between you and that beautiful dream that you want to create so that you can deal with it. And once you deal with it, you get your beautiful dream life. Right. So that's the beautiful insight that is in all the, the, the turmoil, crap, chaos, whatever you want to call it. But once you're able to look at it, you realize, am I going to let those emotions still define me in my journey or am I going to do something about it and move forward towards the direction that I want to move to? Again, we've already said it easier said than done. But what those emotions want quite literally is our attention. So as we sit quietly in that pain, in that hurt, with what you very eloquently put, the disidentification from them, because they are not who we are. They're just a record that our body kept from past experiences. Once you're able to sit quietly with with them and just nurture them, nourish them, be compassionate with them, you can grow from them. Because then you're going to realize, thank you for coming up. There's so much for me to learn from these. And you're going you're gonna to turn that uh, discomfort into amazing wisdom that is going to help you move forward towards that dream that you originally started with. And the cycle never ends. And because it's our human nature to first grow, second, create, you're going you're gonna to continue the cycle. So as you said, this is not, um, there's no enlightenment place that we get to and be like, oh, I'm done. Let me out of here. This is beautiful. And it's the same thing as going to the gym. You never go, oh my God, I am so hot. I don't need to go to the gym one more day in my life. I am done. Like, look at my butt. Perky as hell. I'm beautiful. I'm gorgeous. I don't have to set foot on, on a gym anymore. No, you you maintain. You grow. You decide that you want to look fuller. You decide that you want to look thinner. You decide that there's something new that you want to try. And you keep hitting the gym, right? It is exactly the same with the creative process growth and creativity so every time that you're creating something you're going to go through it again and you're going to go through it again and you're going to go through it again the difference is every time that you go through it you're more equipped to deal with the stuff and every time that the stuff comes up you go oh I've been here before I know what to do and you gain more wisdom for the next cycle that comes so it's a beautiful thing it's just information that Life is giving us in a beautiful way and it's uncomfortable because it wants our attention. So it's not a thing that we should disregard, deny, turn the other cheek, do all the things that we've uh, learned in like our baby steps on, on the spiritual journey. It's, it's, it's a journey of heroes, as you said it at the beginning. Is who am I becoming in this process? And am I willing to leave all that stuff behind and step into the new me and become that person that I want, that I want to be. Yeah. And the truth is you already are. I mean, if we want to get super woo woo, it's really, it's not. When I first heard this concept years ago, I was like, so I'm not good enough who I am right now. Like it was like a worth issue and I didn't really Mm -hmm. understand it. And it's no, if we, 
talk about the quantum universe, the void, whatever you want to talk, how you describe it, all possibilities exist. And it's for me, it's not like one version is better or the other. It's which one do you want? Which one do you want to be? It's yes, one, you might be a victim, one, you might not be a victim mindset, but like, who do you want to be? And the rest, when, once you let go of the shit, work through the shit, continually work through the shit and be in that energy, be that person, the manifestations, you got to do the work and show up and be that person, but the manifestations start, start showing up small and big. Um, yeah, I, I love, I love this topic and I love how to combine that with manifestation and abundance because it, it is popular now. Like you said, when you started getting in all of this, it was like really out there weirdo. I mean, probably still is, you know, to some people. Yeah, for, but, for some people, yeah. yeah. For, in some circles, I think people would look at us like, I'm sorry, what? What are you talking about? I mean, oh yeah, God. we're on witchy wellness radio. So yeah, I'm sure some people are like, witchy. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but I don't care. Who cares? We were, we are reclaiming the word witchy. It is a, an empowered woman and her power, aware <laughs> of her emotions. So literally this whole episode is talking about how to be a witch, be empowered by your emotions, use them for your good, not, not against you. Um, but abundance, I digress. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the secret came out, I don't even know. It's, it's been over 20 years now. I mean, it was early. 2006. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, since then, I feel like law of attraction is fairly large. I mean, in our world, yes, it, we see it all everywhere. But what does abundance really mean? Because a lot of people just think money, right? Mm-hmm. I want money. Could you explain to us? I know it's much more than that. What What does abundance really mean? It can mean whatever you want it to mean, really. And I think that's the beauty of it, right? Because you can get into a sense of abundance by thinking of the abundance that there is around you on any subject. So if you want to talk about money, so I have I had a, a very good mentor last year, um, a male mentor, which I usually, I, I was going to say usually, I, I rarely get. I usually, I, I love working with, with uh, female mentors. But this um, male mentor, he was coaching me on on creating more abundance and increasing my wealth consciousness. And uh, he would make me go out of my house and go take a walk in the neighborhood and start thinking, I manifested that. I manifested that. BMW on my neighbor's driveway, I manifested that. Beautiful million dollar house in my neighborhood, I manifested that. And, and, and it's, it's just like realizing that if it's in your field of awareness, even if it's not yours, technically, you manifested that because it is in your reality. It is in your awareness. So you can expand your concept of abundance just by admiring the abundance that you already have. So that's when it comes to wealth. Right. So looking at if we're just going to like talk about hard, cold cash and material stuff. That's what it is. You can walk around and admire everything that's already in your field of awareness, whether you call it yours or not. Because the moment that it is in your perspective, the moment that it's in your reticular activating system, which I know you love, right? The moment it's in that RAS, you're, you're making an imprint in your subconscious that there's more, that there's more for you to have, that there's more for you to enjoy, that there's more for you just appreciate but you can focus on that abundance in whatever area of your life so right now i am in i'm in canada there's a ton of snow on the ground 
So if you if you want to just expand your perception of abundance, you can you can just look at nature, right? It's the amount of snow that I have, and and it's it's endless because even if winter ends, there will be next year, and more snow is going to come, more rain is going to come, more birds are going to fly into my experience. I'm going to see more trees. I am going to see more bunnies running around. So it's like when you start. Uh, the concept of abundance, when you start making it into compartments in, in a way that works for you, you're going to realize that that's all there is. Whether it's yours, whether there's a title under your name that says the house is yours or not, if it's in your field of awareness, the collective created that you're part of the collective, you have the right to acknowledge that it is a manifestation of yours. And my mentor wasn't explaining it this way, but when he explained it to me, it's like a, a, a switch flipped inside of me thinking, I am so caught up thinking, what's mine, what's mine, what's mine? What can I enjoy in this minute? Because it's mine, because I, I have access to it, because I bought it with my own money that I'm limiting my view of what's around me. So when I am I, I'm able to take like, I, what did he call them? I don't know if it, it was, up, I think it's called upgrade walks, the way he called it. So you're going for a walk or a run because he's a runner. So when you're going for, for a walk in your neighborhood and you start taking notes of all the wonderful things that are in your field of awareness, you feel so expanded because you know, oh, Tesla, holy shit, I manifested that. It's in my field of awareness. Um, Mercedes Benz, oh, it's in my field of awareness. I manifested it. Um, if you start thinking about the amount of money that people around you make, so your neighbors, your partner, your friends, people that you're having Zoom conversations with, it's like there's millions and millions and millions around you already. So it's not about thinking, well, okay, that's all mine, because it technically isn't, but it's just realizing that it is there, that if you just tune your perception towards that, that if you just feel the gratitude for the abundance that is there already, you're opening and widening those portals that you already have so that that money can flow directly into your experience. And I just said money, but I mean anything else, right? So I have tons of experiences with birds because I love having birds around me. So the more that I focus, I love freaking love cardinals. Just seeing a cardinal, it's like, oh my God, I get, I get super excited. That's a state so bird I, where I live, by the way. Side are note. you serious? Yeah. Oh, I know that. Oh, that's amazing. I had no idea. You're in Ohio, right? Ohio. Yep. The same. Yeah. a cardinal. Continue as well. That. Sorry. I yeah. just had synchronicity <laughs> alert. That's okay. <laughs> so yeah. So it's like, so the more that I, I, and I love seeing cardinals and blue jays in my, in my backyard. So when I, when I see one, I just get so happy and so excited and so grateful that it's there. And it's such a small detail, but I take the time to notice it, that if it's in my field of awareness, it's something that I created, that I invited in. So as I'm doing that, I'm inviting more birds to come to my backyard. Do I own the freaking birds? I do not, but I get to enjoy them. I get to, you know, like sing their songs with them or whatever and it just it's, it's just acknowledging that something is in your experience whether it's directly related to your experience but the moment that you're focusing on it you're giving it a free wide in plain sight invitation to come to you and tying it back to what we were talking about 
regarding the uh, lower emotions and the dense emotions. So once you start getting into the work of like, okay, this is insightful. What is what's this emotion telling me? I want to work on it. I want to give it my attention. And then I help it get processed and liberated and integrated in my in my physicality, then the emotion that was there holds a tremendous amount of energy that once it's integrated and liberated, gets out of you and it's still a part of you, but it's more energy that you have available to create. Whether it's that creative project that we were talking about before, or whether it's manifesting something that you wanted before, because it's not trapped in your body anymore. It is still yours. It is part of you. That means that your aura is going to get bigger. Your powers are going to get bigger. Not that you were not powerful before, but you are freeing that energy for you to create more of what you want. Oh my God. I'm so inspired right now. I love this topic. (laughs) Thank you for bringing it on. I love it. I know. I was like, yes, I get to talk with my sister about all the stuff we love. Um, <laughs> but when I was just visualizing, I've never, I've thought about this with like, you know, energy healing and stuff, but exactly what we do with emotional work too, is think of your body or your system or those emotions as clogs in your pipes, in, in, in your tube, your, your light tube. That's what Kundalini energy is. Mm-hmm. And doing this work, you're literally just like taking a pipe cleaner or some Drano. <laughs> please do not try these at home do not drink it please do not do this um to your energetic body um but seriously that's what it is and and Isabel and I are really into to breath work and that's a lot of the soma breath work we do and um we I've had M on M Hollis is the teacher Mm. we're practicing with and she talks about all the time clearing out your tube you know clearing out the tube to manifest but clear out the tube for the energy to move out but also the energy to move in to your body Mm -hmm. and that's when you become that different different version of yourself and yeah I could talk about this like all freaking day (laughs) keep going keep going I'm loving it oh my gosh um (laughs) so if somebody's listening to this and they're getting really excited whether they're acquainted with meditation or law of attraction or not how can they get in contact with you how can they work with you how do you help people create more abundance in their lives yeah so I love running masterminds that's something that I'm super passionate about because I feel that you're tuning into the power of a group when you are part of a mastermind so that's one of the things that I am most passionate about so I usually work with small to to medium groups of people so I don't want I don't I don't like working with two large groups it, it keeps away the intimacy so uh what I do is basically I, in, I I don't even know how to put this in a way that is not super woo woo and out there but I'm I'm very intuitive so I usually tune into the energy of my group and I am able to identify their patterns of thought that are keeping them in the same place that they are. It's like, it's like in a way, and a lot of, I know a lot of mentors do this, but everyone has a very particular way to do it. But I can see their blind spots because usually when you're wrapped in a thought pattern or a thought concept, it is very hard for you to see another perspective, right? And sometimes the solutions are so simple, but you can't see them because you're right in the middle of it. Right. So what I do is my my masterminds are usually um, you get laser coaching. So that means that you get one on one time with me 
in the group setting and we go over everything that you're experiencing at the moment and we are able to shift patterns of thought right there and then and I love that because the breakthroughs that happen are out of this world and unreal and then it is up to to my client to say okay now I'm going to choose to think this way I'm going to choose to to shift that pattern that way and what I do also is I teach them specific practices so that they can uh, shift on their own so that I don't I, I, I don't like to have people who become dependent on, on on a mentor or a coach because you are you are so powerful you're able to do this on your own so we go through very specific tools and practices that anyone can take home after our weekly meetings in the mastermind and go okay I'm going to try these I'm going to see how I feel and just try it on for size and see how they can shift on their own how they can pivot and how they can start to align uh, their thoughts more with the rules that they also create for their own life. And that's something else that we do. So that's that's one of the, the, the more passionate things that I'm doing right now, that I'm running right now. I also work one-on-one with people and anyone who works one-on-one with me is part of the mastermind as well. It's just, it's just part of the way that I, that I run it. But groups are definitely energy movers. And you can sometimes think, well, I don't want to be in a group with someone else. But when you start to listen to other people's insights and questions and even, you know, trials and tribulations, you go, oh my God, I'm learning so much because it's part of the experience. And if someone is bringing it up, there's usually someone else in the group that needed that same information or that needed to hear that. So, yeah. Beautiful. And I know, cause we're in a group coaching program together <laughs> and the same yeah. thing, like either one of us or some, one other woman in the group will ask a question before we get to ask a question and we go, wow. I don't even know if I have any questions now because I was able to learn <laughs> exactly. it from that experience. And that's why I honestly start every single podcast asking like, what, what's your hero's journey? How did you get to where you are today? Because a lot of the time, you know, there's those trials and tribulations that we had to overcome. And what are those lessons that you overcame to be able to want to help other people? Because at the end of the day, that's why we're all here, you know, to mm-hmm. help other people. And if you feel like you're going through shit right now, it's for a reason. Maybe you yeah. might not know what that reason is right now, but eventually it'll, it'll, it'll be, it'll create something beautiful. Like I started this podcast right after I got out of a divorce because I listened to so many beautiful podcasts and books that helped me through that, that I had my own self-growth journey and I wanted to feature other beautiful souls and put their love into the world so that somebody else might have that glimmer of inspiration or hope in their own lives and which has created, you know, my own coaching practice and in my online programs and stuff like that. You never know just by taking one step today in three, five, 10 years where you, where you be just, just by tuning in, just by being present. And I know Isabel, you're another beautiful example of that as well. Oh my God. I just love everything, every single thing that you just said. Because I didn't know, I didn't know when and why you started your podcast. Yeah. But I just I just see you and your growth and the ripples that you're creating. And it's just like, where do I get the popcorn? I want to keep watching <laughs> because you've grown and I've only known you for what, like three months maybe. Yeah. And I've seen your growth and it's unreal. It's just like there's that expansion that is happening in the world and of course those expansions are never about just you it's about the people that you're touching it's about who you're becoming it's about everything else that expands from that just shifting energy right 
Yeah, the ripple effect. Oh, thank you. And same to you. Same to you, sister. It's so beautiful to, and just to reiterate the power of group coaching, because I've been in some group programs, you know, before that have been okay, but something like what Isabel is putting together where people, I'm sure you're very particular about people who are ready to work with you. And that's, that's the magic key is when you get that energy of people who are committed to doing the work, even though some days, you know, showing up authentically might not be right and shiny every day, but when you're surrounded by that mindset, you know, that, that cheesy, but very powerful saying of like, you are the, you are like the five people you surround yourself the most. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and this, and, and for growth experiences, it's so powerful that just energy, we're just speaking pure energy purposes of having that potential energy, that group energy together. And I know, I mean, I've had a lot of dark nights as a soul. Let's be honest. You know, <laughs> I feel like who hasn't? Who hasn't? Really? And um, yeah, twenty tw- since twenty twenty and all the you know, COVID or we all like our friends call it Karen uh, has mm-hmm. populated. It's it's been a it's been a global but also personal time for you to look at what's no longer working, what it, what is coming up, what 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 shit's hitting the fan, and I know for me. Since probably 2019, you know, I started getting deeper into this work. We're both into a lot of Dr. Joe Dispenza stuff. Mm-hmm. Since my last retreat, which was December 2019, even before COVID, my world externally, internally was flipped you know, upside down. And, I, and even me knowing all these things, I was still playing victim in different ways of, you know, mm, what, wow. and that, but that's what had to come up. I thought, I don't mm-hmm. want to go down this deep these emotions because I don't know where I'm going to end up. But just like you said earlier is being present with those emotions. That's all they need. And now, you know, two plus years later, I feel like finally, since I've been able to really truly sit down at these core things, because some of these core wounds that we come into this lifetime with, you know, when it's like your root chakra, say those lower chakra stuff, when we're able to really look at them with love and compassion and do the work, that's what, that's when you can start to see, see the energy moving again. So yeah, thank you so much, Isabel, for, for being that fellow like lighthouse for, for me mm-hmm. And for all of us on the show today, and I know it's a little bit of a Lauren tangent, but was there anything else you wanted to say before we start to close down the show today? Because we could talk for probably about 10 more hours. I know we do. Oh my God. (laughs) We could write three books in one sitting for sure. (laughs) No, I mean, there there are so many things that are coming to me, but it's beautiful to hear your story right now, because I think that's the journey that a lot of people go through. But I think that a lot of us are seeking that high, right? That, that, um, feeling of relief, feeling that, that, that I got it, that I made it, that I, you know, conquered the world. But in reality, you are the only one who needs to be conquered by you. And if you don't get a hold of the balance that the not so pleasant emotions bring to you, then you're going to be stuck in that I need to feel good loop. I need to feel good loop. And it's not all about that. I think one of my mentors that I had last year, and she's she's fantastic, and she opened up my world to so much more. Every time that I was going through something dark, she said, and how are you holding that? 
you know? So it wasn't this rush of you need to get out of it. You need to feel better. You need to feel better. And it's, it's, it's the learning and being patient with yourself that you can hold both. You can hold the good and you can hold the bad, right? And that's what thriving humans do. They learn to hold both of them and they don't run away when the little bit of, you know, fear comes up or, or doubt or, or, or disbelief. You work through it and you keep moving forward because the more that you're able to hold that duality, the more that you are actually thriving regardless of how you feel because you can be thriving and feel like crap and you can feel great and still thrive. And that is the difference, right? And I mean, you and I both have heard M. Holly's, our breathwork instructor, that she goes through all kinds of shitty episodes as well. And she's mastering it because she's not trying to get out of it. Oh my God, I can feel this. Let me out of here. Let me out of here. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Well, yeah, of course you hate it. But it's part of the humanness. It's part of the process. And again, it's life showing you this, my little one, is what's between you and your dreams. Work through it. Work through it. Work through it. So rather than, you know, running away from it. Just embrace it because it is part of you. It is as part of you as much as the love that you want to feel, the joy that you want to feel, the abundance that you want to feel. It's all part of you. So embracing your humanness and its totality is what's going to set you free from that humanness. Oh my gosh, mic drop on that one. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. I was like, and that is how we close the podcast, everybody. Um <laughs> Thank you so much, Isabel, for coming on here today. I loved having you on here and seeing your bright and smiley face. Um, we close every single show the same way. How may we, the listeners, as a big act of gratitude, be of service for you in return today? Thank you so much for that. I love that question. So I think the first thing would be grab your phone, set a five-minute timer, put your hand on your heart, and get into deep feelings of gratitude for the stuff that's around you, even if it's yours, not yours, the neighbors, whatever, but just feel that deep gratitude for it because that's just, that's one of the best feelings in the world. And the second thing is that I, and and we were talking about it before, I have um, free channel money course that I would love to offer to anyone who would like to take it. It's, 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 I absolutely love it. And I, sometimes I wonder why I put it out for free because I absolutely love it. I'm actually taking it again because I take my own course every every once in a while. It's, a, it's an email challenge. It's an email course that comes to you with 10 lessons, one a day for 10 days. Um, it's just very simple practices to get back into those feelings of what do I want to create? How do I want to create it? Why do I want to create it? And it gives you very, very punctual tips and tools for you to practice every day to get more into that reality that you want to experience. So I I would love to um, give you the link for that. And whoever wants to register, I'd love to have them be part of my world. Oh my gosh. I know. Hopefully everybody after listening to this beautiful episode is going to be like, sign me up for that. I know I'm signing up for it because I love Isabel so much. I'm like, oh yes, it's going to be so juicy and magical and, and powerful. But thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your heart and your wisdom with us today. It was such an honor to have you on today. Oh my God. Thank you. I love you. I am so, so, so honored to be here. 
And remember, open up, surrender, trust, and let your body lead the way. <laughs>